0: Today, we're going to talk about knocking out your to-do list and making your ideas come to life. Your someday starts today. It's time to explore and test the newest
1: science, methods, and trends for creating a life you love with your
0: host, Tanya MFK. Welcome to My Designed Life. Hello, everyone, and welcome to My Design Life, where we learn the latest science, tips, tools, and strategies for you to create your best life every day. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram at TawnyMFK, and on the My Design Life Show podcast on all available streaming sites. I'm your host, Tanya Marie Figueroa Kreisinger, more easily known as Tawny MFK, and you are here to learn not only how to create your best life, but how to live it now, and I am so thankful that you showed up. So my guest today is a kindred spirit to my organized heart. She's the CEO of A Squared Online, a consulting firm that specializes in hands-on systems and team-building support for entrepreneurs around the world that all have one thing in common, the desire to have someone come and organize them to get more work done effectively. While most solutions are to hire a VA so you can figure out what work to give them, this unwittingly ends up creating more work for the business owner, which then keeps them from actually getting more work done and hiring help. So she's created a method that sits in stark contrast to that by mapping out the actual path, the action path itself from idea to result that supports the entrepreneur every step of the way with resources and effective systems So they can create that dream and have it implemented. So she shares this process and philosophy in her book, Eureka Results, How Entrepreneurs Can Turn Their Best Ideas Into Reality, and draws heavily from her background at Georgetown University, long-term relationships with clients, and in-depth research of hundreds of business owners. Her team of world-class consultants works directly with small business owners so they can experience the freedom that they wanted in the first place. She is a certified Fix This Next advisor, featured in Copywriter Club podcast, Authority Magazine, Reigniting Main Street, and Copy Chief Radio, and here today to share how to knock out that to-do list and make your best ideas happen. Please welcome Ashley Bergoff. Hello, Ashley.
1: Hi, Tanya. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for this opportunity.
0: Yeah, I am super excited to-do list, getting things done, all of that. Um, I mean, that's my jam. That's my wheelhouse. <laughs> and I know it's yours too. So I'm really excited. We're going to have some fire here today. Um, I know mm-hmm. we're, we're both compulsive organizers of, of life, business, and time. As I was researching you and learning about you, I saw something you had written that you just have to like fix and organize something when it's there. <laughs> I, just, I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I laughed because <laughs> my, uh, My first husband, as a matter of fact, when we were dating, I remember we were in the the living room and he walked out and came back and he looks around, he's like, did you just organize that sign table? I was like, yeah. Might've, have, might've have done that.
1: <laughs> so and look how great it looks
0: now. It <laughs> doesn't look better now. Um, I'm also the person that if I go to the store and I'm, I'm like going through the racks of clothing by the time, like I'm done, it's organized. And so mm-hmm. that's something that happens too. So when I saw that you do that, I was like, oh yes, even more confirmation.
1: Mm, <laughs> this is together. Alone.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I, we both know that there are systems and processes that can help anyone anyone really a lot of people think they, they have to be a certain way but they can anyone create a life and business they love and there are so many things that that we you and I can go into in this conversation so I wanted to start kind of with your general philosophy you have a thing that you call time leadership instead of time management which I love and I thought that maybe um we can kind of I just dive into what you mean with that phrase and how we can become time leaders
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I I came up with the phrase because I realized if you Google time management, the most likely thing you're going to get back are, you know, five productivity tips from the world's top entrepreneurs or 10 ways to change your morning routine to make yourself, you know, more efficient or whatever. Um, It tends to be these little kind of life hacks, tips, tricks, things like that. And most of us have tried those things and they didn't work right. They just didn't work for us. And so there becomes this kind of mental loop in our head that we're just not organized people or we're not productive people, or that's just not for us. Um, when really, I see the problem much less as the failure of these life hacks to work, and more of this needing to reframe how we think about our relationship with our time, yeah. um, because we have the opportunity to act in a leadership role when it comes to how we spend our time. and most of us have been conditioned by life and bosses and school and parents to respond to the inputs coming at us from outside and the expectations put on us from outside. And that can carry along to entrepreneurship too, where then we feel completely helpless against this just constant deluge of stuff when we actually have the opportunity to take agency, to be a leader with our time. Yeah.
0: I love that. There's so much in that because the idea of Management takes all of it and goes, okay, I have this giant pile of stuff. How do I manage it? Whereas Mm -hmm. the concept of leadership can make the decisions of, is this even part of what we're going to deal with? Right. Right. Like, is this even going to be it? And and you said in there, it's rather than a reaction, it's more of a decision to go, well, what is the best way to do the thing I want to do? And then how to, how to figure that out, as opposed to just managing what's coming at you. Mm Hmm. Yes. yeah it's it's so powerful. So how do you um how do you bring that into this scope of like organizing these you know wild entrepreneurs are trying to do everything?
1: Yeah, yeah. um for for me, a huge part of it, honestly, is you know starting from that point of saying, all right, you have agency here. You don't have to be an organizational nerd like us to learn how to channel your time towards the things that matter most to you. So once we have that shared understanding, then it can be a lot easier to then look at it and say, okay, now all of this stuff, you have choice, right? And it it can lead to these really deep conversations too about what is success? What am I working for? Why am I doing this? What am I trying to do? And what can I cut, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Because so much of it is we're trying to do all the things. And it turns out that we can't do all the things. And so we have to human size our expectations is what I call it down to recognizing we all miss out on things in life. And that doesn't change as an entrepreneur, Um, but we get to make choices about what we do and don't miss out on. So um, it kind of gives us the ability to step back, see the big picture and then start aligning our time towards the things that we actually really want.
0: Yeah. That is, it's really one of the most important steps that is missed so often. And that key thing that you you're just reiterated again there is that it's not about all the things. It's about stepping back and going, what are the main things that I want done that matter most to me, that are important most to me? And then from Mm -hmm. there, creating the game plan. But too often that Google search results in how to do it all without ever questioning the importance of half the stuff on your list hmm. Right. You know, one of the things we do, we have a monthly planning session and it's it's just a space for people to come and get prepared for the next month. And mm-hmm. one of the things the first half an hour of it is actually reflecting back on how did we how did our last month go? How did it run? How did our choices and way that we approach things actually result in where we are? And mm-hmm. then as everyone's eager to be like, okay, now my to-do list for next month, we stop and we have three questions and I call it the big picture reconnection. And we step back and go, mm-hmm. before we think about what we want to do next 30 days, what yeah. are we doing this all for again?
1: Mm-hmm. And is
0: that still what you want? And do these goals still feel aligned? And I, I call it the gut check. So it's just kind of like that mm-hmm. gut punch. be like, oh, is that still what you want? And you're like, oh, oh right. That's, that's what it was. And for some people, it's an easy, like, yes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, great. Some people it's like, oh, you know what? Running that marathon actually isn't as important anymore. There's nothing inherently wrong with running a marathon. It's just, is it it still important? Is it the thing right now? And and they can have that moment to like evaluate it before they try to do all the things. So I love that you bring them to that because it's so important. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, and this was a pothole I fell into also as someone who loves systems and believes that they're powerful is I really thought like, if I figure out enough of the systems, if I get the perfect process in place, I can do all the things, yeah.
0: right?
1: And one of the things I realized is that no more than a car can make me teleport. A system can't make me a superhero. It can help me do more efficiently the things that I set out to do. But if there's too many things, I actually have a volume problem, not a systems problem, and I just need to cut that down. Yeah, which is admit.
0: Yeah. I think it's a hard pill for a lot of people to swallow. I mean, do you find that with your clients?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, because we believe, you know, entrepreneurs are tough people, right? Self-sufficient, tough, high-achieving people. Um, I was talking to a client the other day. He's a veteran. Um, he's running two businesses, right? And he's like, I can, you know, I've been in war. I should be able to do this. And it's like, you're running two businesses by yourself. Yeah. You're overwhelmed for a reason. <laughs> you know? Yeah um yes you're strong yes you're incredibly tenacious and resilient but we need to find ways to cut some things because this is it's just too much and you're going yeah and I
0: would think, think there's so a so difference cool. between surviving through the war and thriving through the war and then do I even want to be in the war anymore
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> right yeah and now
1: all of a sudden you can you can opt out
0: yeah <laughs>
1: right? yeah and so it's kind of scary in some ways to have that much power over your own life, but it's part of the, the perk of it.
0: Yeah. We have a, a saying that we use, which is called, um, when we look at our, we set up our system and our plans and the goals we have, um, one of the final evaluations is look through everything. Does that actually feel good? When you look at the way mm-hmm. that schedule looks, does it actually feel good? Is there anything you need to uncommit to? Mm-hmm. Right. And like, we just have have so much, I love that word so much. It's just the, because we talk about commitment Mm -hmm. and perseverance and you, you get that hustle porn and all that. Mm -hmm. Like, ah, just come on, you can do it. And it's like, (laughs) yeah, I can, but do I freaking need to? Mm -hmm. Is it really? And, and comp the truth is as complicated as complicated and simple simplicity scales. Mm Mm-hmm. So yeah. having that is just it's so powerful to be able to have that um that mindset. So it sounds like a lot of it, the same with with people I work with as well, is is like having that mindset shift of I can do it all versus what needs to be done? What's the most important? What what life do I want to live?
1: Mm-hmm. What do I choose to do? And if I'm really overwhelmed and stressed, I have the power to get out of this spot. Yeah. I'm not stuck.
0: Yeah. So once they've come to that point, you kind of work through looking at the mess, identifying what part of the mess actually matters, right? I almost think of it now that I'm saying it out loud, I'm thinking of almost like the, the hoarder's show or yeah. something that's like in the US, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's like, the trash first. yeah, like you have this crazy house and it's filled with all this stuff. You can't walk anywhere. And someone's like, cool, can you help me create a system for that? And you're like, actually, can we we need to get rid of a big chunk of this before we create the system. Do we need the newspaper from, you know, September 2nd, 1982, right? Do we, need, do we really need it? And, and that's mm. the question, right? So before we try to organize and systematize that hoarder's house, it's the first step of like working through why we think we need all this stuff, right?
1: Right, right. So, that's perfect analogy. <laughs> I love that.
0: I just came. I don't know why I haven't had that one before. So So you come in, we've kind of cleaned out the house. We've got the mess. We're like, great, we don't need 24 couches. You know, there's only two people who live here. Your house is, you know, 300 square feet. We don't need all that. So we've gone, so they go, okay, all right. So we've cleaned out a little bit. They've identified what they really want. What's, what's that next step?
1: Yeah. So a lot of what we focus on next is starting to put the structures in place to keep you from going back to that place. Because a lot of this can be cyclical too, right? If the Mm. core structures of how you make decisions don't change. So back to your analogy, right? You can clear out the house, but if you keep bringing more stuff in, you're going to end up right back where you were, right? So then we start looking at, all right, how do we now protect your time moving forward? Um, And even just thinking about the word protect, right? Mm -hmm. By default, that word implies that you have some kind of something you're protecting against, It's Mm -hmm. a combative term, right? You are having to hold something back. And a lot of that is these inputs, these expectations, these ideas, which can be great ideas, but we have to have the structure in place to hold those things back. And so we start looking at things like big picture planning, which I know you do with your teams as well, to look at, all right, what are we going to be working on over the next month or six weeks or two months, Mm -hmm. making a commitment to that small group of things, and then taking new ideas, honoring them, acknowledging them, and putting them somewhere else rather than starting on them while you stay true to what you've planned, right? So yes. it's things like that, um, blocking off time for things over the course of the week so you can kind of get, get gut check that expectation every week to say, oh, right, I have six hours available on Wednesday because I have some calls and stuff. I actually won't be able to do these 15 things. And I'm going to know that before I even start the day. So I give myself a chance to win. So we start looking at those sorts of things to actually create the structures for those new inputs to have a place to go that isn't right back on your to-do list where they landed before.
0: I love that. It's I love when you said the word protect, because the other thing that came up for me as you said, that was, um, Usually, also we're protecting something that's vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Right. Something that has the opportunity to, to fall back in, to, you know, to go. This can this can get messed up. This can get hurt, and so mm-hmm. if we're not protecting it, we are we're hurting our progress, our momentum, all of those things that we can be creating and facilitating and having follow through on. Um, just having that protection of our time and limiting access, right? That's really mm-hmm. what it is. If you limit the yeah. access that people have to you, otherwise we may have that heart to go. I want to say yes. Yeah. I want to do it. If it comes on my plate, I'm gonna say yes. So we protect mm-hmm. that. Like, don't walk past the bakery if you're not trying if you're trying not to eat cake, right? Like, like let's just mm-hmm. let's protect you in that space, and let's take mm-hmm. a different walk so we can have another another place to go. And the other thing I love mm-hmm. that you talked about was the ideas that we put them all in one place, and then we try to work on all of them, and giving them is what we call it in here is giving them a space to live because right mm-hmm. now it all lives on your shoulders. And so yeah. what we need, if you don't give it somewhere to live, it's always with you. And we're afraid we might lose it. So we keep it here. We go, well, this, yeah. I don't know when, but let's just hold it here.
1: Yeah. It's such a good idea.
0: Right. This <laughs> is such a, it's a, I just I need it. And you're like, I don't want you to lose it, but let's pick mm-hmm. it up and let's give it a home. And right now we're working yes. on this. So this home is next march this home is gonna, so we know to come back to it it has a space mm-hmm. to live it has a space to breathe it has even a, a plan the loose plan is even just i will visit it in march mm-hmm. but now we know it's protected it has a safe place to be and we don't have to we don't have to carry it anymore we can actually just carry what we're working on and focus for, like you said for that day or that week so so I love, mm-hmm. I obviously, this is just all in like, I'm like, yes, <laughs> love <laughs> it. And I just love hearing so like sad. the different interpretation and, and explanation of it. Cause I think that's really important as well to kind of people understand and hear it from different angles. So, mm-hmm. so now we've, we've, we've identified, we had the mess, we picked what was really important, anything that we really didn't want to get rid of, we stopped keeping it in the living room. We at least found a place in the, the garage or the basement or in a cabinet mm-hmm. for it, um, you know, labeled nicely in a beautiful, you know, um, storage container, whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, we've kind of, so you, we talked about protecting it by putting some systems in place so we don't end up saying yes again. So, or, mm-hmm. or getting ourselves in the same space. So I know mm-hmm. like for me with my clients, all, one of the big things is, you know, I, I, I put in their head that email and a lot of those notifications and stuff are other people's agendas for you. So, right. so we don't check that first. We don't, we're not reactive. What are some systems and things that you put in place with your clients to kind of protect them from going back to how they got there in the first place?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's um, it's really fun at that stage. Cause then you can start to personalize things for how people work and how they think and those sorts of things. Um, one of the things that we do for weekly planning is I kind of show them the system that I've used, I found really helpful, which is kind of a hybrid between calendar planning and, uh, you know, just to-do list planning, because I can't do calendar planning. I'm a mother of a toddler. And so things change. And I don't know if I'll be able to work on something at 2 p.m. or some other time. <laughs> right, right. Um, but I kind of know, in general, the number of hours I have available per day. Mm-hmm. So every Friday, I sit down and say, okay, this is how many hours I have already dedicated to calls next week. Here's all of my regular rhythms of Emails and organic marketing and et cetera, et cetera, the things I do every day. How much time do I have left over and allocating that to those big picture priorities, right? That I've that I've planned. Um, and it's disappointing every single week because I always think I should be able to do more than I'm gonna be able to do when I look honestly at the numbers and the amount of time things are gonna take. But then I'm disappointed once and the rest of the week I actually have a chance to win. So we train our team our clients on that as well. Um so, so they can sit down every day to a clear list that's actually realistic and matches their actual capacity of things that they're going to work on that day. Um, so even some of those just kind of daily rhythms can help check that list from getting too long. Because once yeah, you realize yeah. oh I'm out of time. Yeah. Okay. Some of these things are going to have to go. Right. The space, the space is full. And so it can become a natural check on a very daily, weekly basis on that.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, And then
1: we can start from there looking at streamlining some of their operational systems and those sorts of things, like how they do onboarding or So The the first is is really
0: you got to get in what we call like it's redesigning their time for them to really Mm -hmm. see their true available time, because a lot of time we have that, you know, It's a new day, which is a beautiful approach. (laughs) It's a wonderful mindset. But then you you don't quantify what's really available. You go, oh, I only have these two appointments today, but you don't go, well, I have to get ready for that appointment. I have to drive to that appointment. I have to be in the appointment. I have to drive back from that appointment. I'm probably gonna be hungry by then. Now I need to eat. So now we've just gone, you know, your 30 minute appointment, we're three hours later. And you're like, where did the time go? (laughs) But if we've blocked that out and identified ahead of time, then you knew, however much advanced that you've done that work, you knew, Mm -hmm. okay, I actually only have three realistic hours tomorrow. And one of those could be in jeopardy because that's when my child may or may not sleep or this may or may not happen. Right. So you Mm -hmm. can bank on the, maybe the two hours and then go, what's realistic to get done in those two hours. And Mm -hmm. that will change for us every day, but once we know the skill and system to kind of block that time, look at it, then we can own individually what we're capable of. What I love that you, you said and shared in that though, was that there still can be disappointments. There still can be like this master plan, this, uh, this doesn't like just make everything work. It just has you work in reality.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's the part that I had to learn the hard way too, because I really did believe for the longest time, there is a way to figure this out so I can do absolutely everything I could possibly want to do in the time that I have available. And then I had a kid and my time shrunk (laughs) and I'm about to have another kid and my time's about to shrink again. And I have to adjust what that means. Otherwise I will always be losing Yeah, because my standards are just completely out of step with reality. Um, yeah. so it's better to kind of do the hard work and say, you know what, this isn't the season for some of these things. Let that go. And then I actually have a chance to feel like a success in the things that I have
0: identified yeah. that I do. And this and it's so important because this really does come back to what kind of life do I want? Because you're saying, I have my kid, I have this. So some people, their experience is then they, they try to do it all. They catch themselves burnt out on the family or home front, burnt out mm-hmm. in the business front. And they are technically, and, and for those of you on the podcast here, I'm using my quote fingers again, technically <laughs> they're doing it all. Mm-hmm. But they're miserable, mm-hmm. they're miserable, but on paper, they're doing it all. They're, they're like, look it, I got the checklist done. And that's really all they have to show for, for life. Um, and maybe the business is progressing forward, but they're miserable for it. And so there could be seasons in that there could, there, there can be a choice to say, you know what, I'm going to be miserable for these two weeks, or I'm going to be miserable for this sprint. And what yeah. I tell people though, is like, if there's not a definitive beginning and end, it becomes the norm. It's no longer right. a sprint. And so for That's you, what you just said was like, I, you know, I have to say, I'm not going to do it all. And I just wanted to interject it because someone might say, but I can, I went, you're right. You mm-hmm. could, but you're also going to have to make a decision. What kind of life do you want to live? And you mm-hmm. want one, where You can be available to adjust and pivot with home life. Mm-hmm. And so that yeah. requires having some realistic expectations of that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it all comes down to that choice.
0: Yeah. You know, I think
1: a lot of people started their own businesses for freedom mm-hmm. and then had to learn the hard way that that freedom is not inevitable. At any mm. stage in your business, it has to be something you choose. Um, it won't happen. I think sometimes we can think, oh, after this milestone, after this event is over, things will calm down. After whatever, after I hit six figures, things will calm down. After I hit seven figures, things will calm down. It's not the case. Elon Musk works 100 something hours a week. That's his choice.
0: Yeah. There's insane. no future
1: moment yeah. where you will just naturally stop working all the time. It's yeah. something you have to
0: choose. You have to consciously choose. Oh, my I- I love that Like it's, you also have to really clarify, I think your idea of freedom, mm-hmm. you know, is freedom being able to say, okay, I can stop and easily deal with this mess that was just created by my three-year-old and it's okay. <laughs> okay. That might be freedom, you know, and mm-hmm. freedom to go, I can stay home. I can take the day off because they're sick. Right. That's not laying on a beach in Tahiti. Right. But it's a version of freedom you know and so it, it's it's really also really being clear and defined of what that means to set yourself up for that 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 level of success what feels like success otherwise like you said you'll always be chasing it you'll always go after this milestone and i love that you mentioned that cuz a lot of times what i've heard as well is that you know that that eight figure level when you get to that you you tend to not only sometimes do you make less money than you thought taking home because your company's being in it, it has a lot of output but it's also this idea that you will you will just magically know how to do less I think there's mm-hmm. an old saying this is if you don't know how to save like a penny now you're not going to know how to save it when you have millions of dollars so right. if you haven't learned how to do it like well what's a penny going to do So you think magically when you have more money, you're going to learn how to save. And it doesn't work that way. You have to, it's a practice. We have to learn at any level of our life.
1: Right, right. Yeah, it's a very big personal development learning space.
0: Yeah, it is. Uh, Yeah.
1: And big questions too. Yeah. Like you're saying, defining what is freedom for me? What is success for me? What is enough for me? And the
0: truth is, is they're not asked. They're not often asked of us, mm-hmm. you know, it's something that we don't stop to think about. We kind of go and, and I, we talk about this a lot on the show, but you know, we're asked, what do you want to be when you grow up, which essentially mm-hmm. means how do you want to make money when right. you get older? We're not asked what we want life to look like. We're not asked what does freedom mean to me? Unless it's, you know, a 4th of July thing and you grew up in America. Like, it's like, (laughs) it's not something that gets asked on that personal level for you and give you space to think about. So Mm -hmm. then you come to somebody like Ashley or like myself and you're like, I have this mess. I need to figure out stuff. And here we are at this like way outside level going, we got to first define how you see life, how you see yourself is, do you ever get resistance from somebody who's like, just tell me what to do. I don't want to think about this.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of interesting. Cause there, there are definitely things we can do to help somebody with kind of the immediate problem they see in front of them. Yeah. Right. So they're like I just need to hire someone to help me with this. It's like, okay, absolutely. We can do that. Um, and let's just kind of know all right, where you're at right now and the way that your business is going and the way you're making these calls, all that space that this person's going to save you is going to be filled up with other stuff.
0: Yeah. So
1: your hours are going to be just as high as long as we're kind of in this way of working, right? Yeah. So this actually will not give you an unplugged weekend away unless you choose to fight for that, right? right. Um, and some of them are like, that's fine. I know that I'm making that choice for now let's just get this person in. We're going to keep growing. And then that's, that's a question I want to answer later. I'm just like, that's fine. As long as you know um, that, like you're saying, I can make that choice that in this season of my business, I'm fine working weekends. I'm fine working nights. Um, I just want to solve this other problem right now. It's a conscious Um, choice, but yeah, then it's, then it kind of puts it in the space of I'm choosing this and I know this is what's going to happen. So then I'm not disappointed that this new hire didn't, automatically give me unplugged time away because I know that's wasn't going to happen beforehand yeah
0: yeah it's hugely important I, I I have somebody who I've been working with and there's a there's been a big resistance to getting to the schedule part the redesigning mm-hmm. the time and really owning it it's just it, and what ends up happening is, and I'm watching it I'm very aware of it I brought it up they know mm-hmm. it needs to be done, but they keep going, well, if it's just this, it's just this. And I'm just yep. kind of watching it and I've I've seen the path before and I know how it unfolds and it keeps coming back. And little by little, like, okay, okay, mm-hmm. let's let's look <laughs> at this. Let's figure out I'm realizing I'm I'm still checking, I'm reacting to every email, I'm still doing these things, I'm watching my time go in all these places. And it comes down to okay, are we are we ready to then do it differently?
1: to manage mm-hmm. this.
0: Otherwise, like I, so there will always be something that willing to fill your time. You know, and usually when you're hiring mm-hmm. somebody, you're bringing on, it's because you didn't have time to do the other things you wanted. So of right. course, now you have time to do all those projects.
1: <laughs> yeah. So they just land right on your plate. And yeah, your plate's just right as full. Woo-hoo. Good <laughs> yeah.
0: you know. So it is, it's so many different levels. So, so now that they've done this, they've come in, they've got some realizations, some aha moments. They've made some conscious decisions to either you know, what they want, what they really want Mm -hmm. it to look like. So then what are you doing? You're working with them, with actual like VAs VAs as well, like virtual assistants or just specifically systems for certain processes or a combination. How's, what's the next step?
1: Yeah, yeah. So then we kind of start looking at the more stable infrastructure. So the way we kind of think of it is, all right, first we're going from drowning to not drowning. If you can't breathe, you're not going to be thinking about building a house, right? We just need Mm -hmm. you to get some solid ground on your feet then let's get you some more, you know, get you actually out of the water. So you're not just jumping right back in every time things get busy. Um, Then we can start actually building the stable infrastructure of a business that can grow beyond you, right? Mm -hmm. So then we do look at, what does your marketing system look like? What does your client experience system look like? How are you doing leadership? How are these things happening? Where can we streamline things? and that's where the team can start to grow too. So we do recruiting for people's first assistance. Let's bring that person in. Let's help you both learn how to work together. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of all of those pieces where we can really start looking at, all right, is this the right software for you or is this the right software for you? A lot of times people wanna start there um, where we have to come back and say, well, right now you're drowning, so let's get you not drowning. And then we can worry about what CRM you need, right? right. Um, So we can start talking about that sort of more long-term play stuff, yeah. processes and systems of your business, documentation, all of that fun stuff. Um, And that part of the process never goes away, right? Every business is is very dynamic and changing. And so-
0: Defining um, and growing or, yeah, there's a new product or a new thing. And well, and this is a huge mm -hmm. bottleneck that happens. You know, a lot of people want to throw out like, Well, just get a VA. Just go. Just hire someone. And Mm -hmm. the step you're—it's one of those things. I remember when I was younger, I little you know, little brother. We're three years apart. And, you know, I'd want to, he'd be, we'd be cleaning our room, you know, and they come mm-hmm. a point where I'm just like, I'm just gonna do it. Cause it's faster right. than having a three-year-old do it. I'm six, I'm big. So mm-hmm. I know how to do it now and I'll I want to go out and play. And mm-hmm. I think that's what happened, you know, clearly what happens with most of us solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, I mean, honestly, in any space that are doing that, you're like, okay, By the time I sit and write out my processes and figure out how all the stuff I need them to do, I could have just done the darn thing myself, or I don't mm-hmm. even have the time to do it. It has to get done. Now I'm losing time. So it mm-hmm. becomes this, this standstill when somebody's like, I need it. And so you really help kind of help them sort that process out, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So if we're working with a small agency, for instance, that is in the spot where they're like, we just know this workflow is not efficient, come help us. We can actually come in document that, streamline it, create the things they need so that they can get where they want to go. Cause you're right. Most of them don't have time to do a lot of that, or they just really don't feel like they're operating in their shanks when they do. Um, so we'll do that. Um, and for others too, we find ways to make that process as simple as possible for them where it's like, no, 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 let's not do a screenshotted SOP, you know, standard operating procedure with, you know, please navigate to the top left toolbar and click this, like, no, we're not doing any of that. Um, Just film yourself doing it, send it to your VA, have them create a checklist out of it and follow that. Now they own it, right? So trying to take some of the extra time out of that, that I think sometimes we think we need to spend to document something. Um, But then also kind of saying, all right, let's definitely make sure you're not drowning first because that's not a time to bring in a team member. Cause it's going to take some time for you to actually yeah. see positive time gains in the direction you need. So if you're drowning right now, it won't work.
0: So you kind of, you'll jump in into that. Like you'll be the lifesaver. We'll go back with that analogy. They're drowning. So you're, instead of being like, well, let's bring a f- few people in here. We'll help. It's like, just get them the, the damn life ring, the life raft, right? Like just get them in mm-hmm. there. Um, so you, so you mentioned something like, okay, the marketing system is inefficient and Mm -hmm. it's taking a ton of their time so if we play with something like that like they're drowning we're like definitely they need help to do it but by the if you were okay let's bring someone in how do we make this efficient like there's a whole step missing there right so Mm -hmm. in between before we brought somebody in to actually help implement it you'll come in and evaluate like say their marketing system and Mm -hmm. and create a better system optimize it evaluate it is that what will happen
1: Yeah, yeah. So the first step usually is capturing how it even happens. Um, Everyone has systems. We just don't always know that we do or what they are, right? So a lot of times it's just like, okay, you're doing this and you're doing this and you're doing this and then this happens. And oh yeah, you do this piece too before this piece happens, right? And we're documenting all of that. And then they look at it because we make a visual kind of mind map of it. they're like, oh, actually that looks way better than I thought. And I'm doing way more than I thought. Um, So it becomes this kind of funny little realization moment of I'm stressed out because I'm holding that in my head, right? Right. Um, So we start there, (laughs) just this is what you already have.
0: yeah.
1: um, And let's look at this, what's working, what's not working. Now let's realize like this step actually works a lot better up here or this step needs to go or no wonder you're stressed out. You're trying to do five different marketing departments as a one human, you're not Nike, you don't have a billion dollars available. Maybe we need to streamline that down, you know, so we can kind of look at it more objectively. And so a lot of times, a lot of that stuff, once they see it is very evident to them too, like, oh, why am I doing it that way? I should do it this other way. This doesn't make Mm -hmm. any sense because you can see it. It's in front of you. Um, So it looks like a lot of that. And then once we have that picture of, okay, we're going to make these 10 changes then we document, all right, this is what needs to happen to make those 10 changes happen. Here's what you can create to streamline those things. This could be an email template. This could be a form. This can be, you know, whatever it is. And then they can all, you know, especially in a team setting, all follow that in a linear way together.
0: Right. In a way that makes sense. Well, and now the system's documented. So if you were to bring in somebody new, you go, okay, here it is, follow the system.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So
0: yeah. Now that transition is ready to to implement so
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: that's uh that's amazing it, it reminds me when I many many moons ago in all of my different things that I've done um event planning was part of it when I worked in music as oh, well nice. we, you know yeah we had to put on um shows and stuff like that and one of the things I learned early on was I would get there, I'd have all this stuff. Uh, well, I was always a list maker, but even if I had mm-hmm. a lot of it in my head, um, people would go, Well, how can I help? What can I do? And then I'd have to go, Well, um, uh, <laughs> yeah. And by the time you're like, I don't know, I just kind of start pulling this stuff out and kind of go with what I have in my head. And as mm-hmm. I got better at the process, you know, I started to know exactly. First of all, what do I need to bring? What's what's in right. the bag? Then when I get there, what areas need to be set up within those areas? What's needed? Um, mm-hmm. you know, and I would write it all down. Now that did one of two things. It helped me know in the moment of the chaos, even though I have it in my head, I didn't have to think about it. I didn't have to hold on to it. It was there. I just I just looked at it and go, that's what I need to do next. So when someone comes and asks me a question or I got a phone call and I have to come back to it, I didn't have to it out of my head I could just look at it telling me me telling me what to do.
1: The other thing that helped is when
0: somebody said, What can I help with? I could go look at the list, pick it up and go. Go yeah. see that. There's this
1: bag. Go. That's bag.
0: It's for that area. All the <laughs> things are written there. And and even my husband now he, he thinks I'm you know he's like because we'll still have just small little things here. Czech Republic, it'll be like his mom's mm-hmm. birthday. And I'm still writing all the stuff that we need to take. And first we need to set up the decorations. I need to make sure I to cook this, cut those up, do these things. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what? I was like, it's, it's for my own sanity. Because I don't, I want to enjoy it as well. And the more that mm-hmm. I can just go, oh, here it is. Mm-hmm. The more enjoyable actually gets to be, right?
1: Like, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, you get that visual reminder, that visual yeah. checkoff.
0: It's, you're freed up yeah. for the journey as well because you're not like don't talk to me i can't think like i need to just do it like it's all right there you can just go with it so mm-hmm. it's such a powerful thing to have those processes documented and i've I've had cl- clients ask me like well i'm thinking about getting a va who should i get all this and i'm like first and foremost i don't have the cool like system thing you do but i'm like open up a document <laughs> and every and just always have it open call it va processes or whatever you want and every time you're working on something start to write down what you do, okay? Mm-hmm. If you're posting to something to YouTube, write, what do you do? First, I, you know, download it from here, upload it here, write the description, like all the things that you're doing, write down how you do it. Something mm-hmm. that you may be in the middle of doing and go, this is something they could do. Just jot it down on the document. You can mm-hmm. clean that document, all that up, but first it's capturing what you do, <laughs> like, what are you doing all day? And just mm-hmm. really getting nitty gritty about that. Cause in the end, that's, you know, ideally now that we know they can just, we need to send them to Ashley. That's what we need to do. Um, but before that was an option, it was like, look, you have to just start writing things down. Um, mm-hmm. But then of course having someone like you come in and I love having that objective view,
1: mm-hmm.
0: somebody who can kind of look and go, that's nuts. <laughs> like don't do that. You I think sure it's
1: you want to do it this way or. You know, even just hearing them talk through, I remember once it was a software company and they're like, oh, the, you know, like late in the process, oh, the client keeps just adding all the stuff they want to do and all these functionalities they never told us they needed and stuff that they didn't think about beforehand. And we're like, hmm, that's interesting. What if we put a list at the beginning of this process? They have to check off what they want. And then you all have that same list you're looking at Yeah, and you can show them. These are the functionalities that you pay for. These are the things you asked for. Sure, we can add more, but you're going to need to pay more because we all understand that this is a scope change, right? So sometimes it's no one would hear that and be like, wow, that's revolutionary. It's just looking at it and saying, huh, we have this problem here. Can we cut that off at the pass up here? Um, And once you see it, all of those things become easier to find.
0: Absolutely. Having that that clarity and understanding and also remembering that, again, it's that danger of keeping it all in the head and not seeing Mm. it in one place. Um, One of the things that we do is like this, we call the brain purge. And it is like, it's, I want to drop all the stuff you have, all the projects you're working on, all the ideas that you have, anything else, even if it's home stuff, like, oh, and I've also been needing to, you know, landscape the yard, whatever it is. Uh-huh. I want you to see, we just see the big mess. I want to see the big hoarder house. I want to see people, like all in one place so we can start to make sense of what you're carrying and what you're playing mm-hmm. with. And then in that case, like what you're saying, you know, a lot of time you've you've had this conversation with somebody, like in your case, I've had this conversation with you guys who are coming to help. Mm-hmm. You know, A week or two goes by, you're somewhere else. You're like, oh, and this and that. And then mm-hmm. you come back and say, okay, remember there was all this too. And you're like, oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Right. I, I'm not there anymore. So no, yes. I, I didn't think about it. Mm-hmm. I was off in my own world. And so yeah, it's really, yeah. Coming back, there's this thing in, um, I'm sure you're familiar with the book essentialism.
1: I haven't read it yet, but oh I, my I gosh,
0: that's it. like, that's your wondering. jam. That's like your, that's like your business mantra, right? It, <laughs> it really is. Um, it cause in that first section where you're, where you're talking with the clients and saying, Hey, um, Like, what is it that really matters and what you want? It's about streaming down then of that, what's really essential for it. And Mm -hmm. one of the things he talks about is the the graceful no's. seven ways to gracefully say no. And Mm -hmm. one thing he gives for people who tend to be in a a position where there's a manager, someone above, is that you'll g- keep giving, being given stuff and then you just yep. say yes and then you get really upset mm-hmm. and you're like this person, ah, they're so against me or they think <laughs> I can do everything. And um, there's definitely some conversations that could be had. Um, mm-hmm. If that hasn't happened or or you need a better way, the graceful way to say no to more stuff to protect your space. and so we talked about mm-hmm. that and your time and your sanity is to say, yes, I can do that what would you like me to deprioritize of this list Mm -hmm. of all of and because that person does not always know remember and or care what has been on your list and so we then have to go to the decision and say yeah what can I deprioritize and the truth is is this the same conversation we can have with ourselves Mm -hmm. sure I can do this (laughs) new opportunity what am I gonna Mm deprioritize
1: yeah Because then it's a conscious choice rather than just buckling down and trying to do both. Yeah.
0: And then we become a victim to it, a victim to our own businesses, which sounds like a terrible place to be, or Mm -hmm. a victim in our own, you know, if you're in a nine to five or whatever corporate situation, none of those are powerful positions to be in. And we can own our power, no matter what the workload is, we have finite time. Mm -hmm. And so owning that and holding that in in a respectful manner and whatever way, we do have the power to bring that up. And I think a, mm-hmm. a lot of times you just don't have the words or the concepts, or in your case, the system to know how to do that. So this is, right. if we were to sum it up in a, in a totally different nutshell, that would not go on your marketing. It's like, this is a level of empowerment that you're bringing people.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, it really, it, it is. I mean, it, it's mm-hmm. that it's empowered to, to be calm empowered to be sane, to feel like they're making progress. There's momentum. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. There's freedom again. Like all of those mm-hmm. things. I mean, that's such. It's like you. In some ways, you can look at it and go, "It's so simple." But simple, you know, simple. Simple to do is also simple not to do.
1: Right. All it's right? not going to be default, and it's going to be kind of painful.
0: Yeah. And yeah. You know, it
1: can be painful.
0: Well, yeah. I always give the example. You know, we all know how to get six pack abs. It's not information that isn't out there but Mm -hmm. I know I don't have them. And so there's, there's, you know, working with somebody to walk (laughs) us through and actually take the action we know we need to do for what we want. Again, that's if you've decided you want the six-pack abs, Mm
1: -hmm. then going,
0: look, I do, I may do it. I can see the article about it. I can watch the video, but the truth is, I just haven't Mm -hmm. done it. Mm -hmm. And so having someone partner with them, like your company to really walk them through that is huge.
1: Yeah, yeah, because it's, there's a lot of, inner talk that goes into it there's a lot of old habits that have to be unwound deeper things to kind of look into you know there can be shame involved too in our understanding of how we're spending our time or how we've spent it in the past you know all those kinds of things um so yeah having it's not
0: just a magic bullet of a system like here we put this in and everything will work great and you never have to worry again it's like we have some inner work to do Mm -hmm. even within this entrepreneurial space. And so it is this, you know, it's mastering yourself in order to master your business. Mm -hmm. That's what it comes down to. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, and I think for all of us, you know, the big surprise is always how much we change as a human being through this. Yes. It's not just gaining skills. Um, Like, oh, I didn't expect all of this
0: work it's a holistic approach whether you knew it or not like there's it's a whole it's a whole process so did we kind of cover i think like what it is all the steps of what you're really bringing to people you know wow. we're coming to this mindset shift we're addressing what they want they're reconnecting or for some the first time really identifying what they want the lifestyle they want what it means then they're coming in and getting an evaluation of their current systems, a documentation of their current systems, and then getting be having help with the process of actually bringing in the help. And then you mm-hmm. also even go further to even work on the relationship, almost like a counseling type of how this new person works, how they work mm-hmm. together, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I saw so many failed VA client relationships that, I knew it was like, okay, this isn't just a bunch of jerk clients or a bunch of inept VAs, like something else is going on. And I think so much of it is just there's not a whole lot of support or structure for either one of them. So we wanted to be able yeah. to walk alongside both sides of that equation to help them work together well.
0: I love that. So you work on that that relationship, that process, that system as well. And then once mm-hmm. they're established there and harmony is seemingly happening. Um, do you have like ongoing support and maintenance or, um, are they just kind of happily ever after call you if there's a fire?
1: Yeah, it depends. So some people it's the happily ever after, you know, Hey, we'll let you know when we're ready for the next thing. Um, and then we've had others where they're like, just having this accountability, having this place to go, there's always something new to work on. So I'm going to stick around. So we kind of have space for both of those things. A lot of times with agencies that come in, it's more like, all right, we want to solve this system. Let's yeah. get it figured out and then we're good. You know, yeah. which is perfectly lovely as well.
0: Yeah. So all, all areas. Well, this mm-hmm. has been super awesome. I mean, just to geek out on time and management yeah. and to-do lists and really what what it really means, because that to-do list is. It's a fallacy in a lot of ways, right? It's, it's really about ownership of your time, ownership of your day, identifying what you really want, looking at those things that are essential and what works towards that. Because otherwise we're just mm-hmm. checking off a list with no true direction and we're driving ourselves you know, crazy to ne- want more time, which we all have the same 24 hours, right? There isn't more- right you know, we don't get an extra hour when the strike clock strikes 12. So, um, so doing all that, um, before my last question, you please tell everyone, um, where to find you, what you have going on, all the things that they can learn and systematize and lead their time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So my business is a squared Um, so that's where you can learn the basics of who we are, how we work, how we serve people. We also have a free training there called Knock Out your to-do list every day. So it's kind of, Everything we've talked about in a very step by step manner um, that you can download for free there anytime. Um, my book is at eureka resultsbook.com. And I have one of those kind of unique situations of a super unique name. So if you Google me, it's all, it's all me. So <laughs> I hang out. That's on like LinkedIn Tawny and...
0: MFK. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I'm the only one. You're the only Ashley Berghoff.
1: Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty handy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So they can find you there and you're on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Those -hmm. are the kind of places you hang out and they can find you at the website. Mm -hmm. And you have, uh, so I love the free training and then you have some other ways they can support you or they can find on the website.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a good first starting spot for sure.
0: First first place to get it, all the places. (laughs) Um, And then, uh, so for the last question, After hearing all of this stuff, if someone's gone, okay, I am listening, I probably need to change my ways, I'm going to accept that time is finite, I should Mm -hmm. probably take a different approach, what would be a really good first step that someone could do as soon as today, this week?
1: Yeah, yeah. So um, one of the things I talk about a lot, um, which really matches what we've talked about before, is how especially as entrepreneurs, there's nothing keeping us from just immediately starting every new idea that we have, right? Um, We don't have to run it up the flagpole or anything like that. We can just go. And so as part of making sure we don't spread ourselves thin across a million ideas, uh, one of the biggest suggestions you can start to do is when you do that kind of brain dump, like you were talking about, Tanya, looking at that and saying, all right, here are the things I'm going to actually do right now and everything else is going to go on my ideas list, not my to-dos list. So there should always be a separate list, like you were talking about a home for these things to live that is not your to-do list. Um, So if you have a new idea, don't put it on your to-do list, put it on your ideas list, and then you can come back to that on a cycle if it's every month that you plan or every two months and um, decide if it deserves a place on your to-do list and bring things over. Um, But putting them together Your if you do that, your to-do list will always be infinitely longer than the time that you have available and it will never get shorter. It just won't. So that's what we want to avoid.
0: I would imagine it's got to be like a mess with the mindset as well too, because you you just see how this ever-growing list as opposed to really like some sense of accomplishment. So yeah, Yeah. no five-year plans on your today to-do list guys. No,
1: (laughs) no. If you go to a webinar and they're like, you should start a podcast. You can be like, great idea ideas list. Not, right,
0: yeah, not start podcast. That's another <laughs> thing to look at today. Like maybe, maybe it's just getting back to what, you know, the phone call you needed. Um, mm-hmm. I love that. I love the simplicity of that. So to-do list really limit that to the actual things you're trying to do that day, that week, whatever way that you schedule that to-do list, but the, those bigger ideas and concepts, um, don't, or or even like you were saying, kind of keep this big list. And then you only move over the things for that day. Kind of like choosing the menu for the Mm -hmm. day. Like you don't pull everything out of the fridge to cook dinner. Right. right? Like you're just like, I have all this stuff, but I'm just going to pick the things that I need for this meal right now. Mm -hmm. Right. So, uh, so that's what it is guys. Don't clear out the fridge for the whole meal. Okay. Just the things you're going to cook with right now. Right. Got that. (laughs) So that's (laughs) <laughs> that's what it is. Um, well, thank you so much for being here, Ashley. Are there any, any last words or thoughts you want to share with listeners before we wrap up?
1: Um, I think the, the last thing I would leave, you know, leave everyone with, like you, you were saying is you have so much more power in this than you, than you might feel like you do. Um, mm-hmm. you don't have to change to be some systems minded personality. Like we are this, this yeah. is available to everyone.
0: I love that. Yeah. You don't have to get excited about it. Like we do, you guys, (laughs) Um, but that there are little pieces that can help guide you in it very simply and, and some general rules that you can step into this and own this and really um, love the hours that you do have. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I love, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. You guys, Make sure to get in touch with Ashley. She's on LinkedIn, at Ashley Bergoff, Instagram, at a squared online. Facebook, Ashley Berghoff, of course, um, her website. So you guys, she shares tips and tools to get more done and make those ideas come alive. She's got the free training. So please, please, please go get that support. It's right there and available for you. And as always, you can connect with us at MFK on Facebook and Instagram for tips, guidance, and strategy for your personal and business development. Or better yet, meet with us live as a guest at one of our Success by Design member trainings. Just comment, guest below, and I'll send you the details. And if you like this episode, then make sure to subscribe and follow and be notified when our next one is up by clicking that button now. And remember, your someday, that day in the future where it's all going to be right, it actually starts today. So make it the best. I'm Tanya MFK, and I'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us. My Design Live is a Tanya MFK production. You can catch us every week at 1 p.m. Eastern and 6 p.m. London on the Tanya MFK YouTube channel. Do you have a method, tip, or hack you'd like to share or explore? Suggest a topic or submit to be a guest by visiting our website at tanyamfk.com.